0: Curry with the shot, been cooking with the sauce, chef, curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301, live from the pot, I want to welcome my audience to episode number 173 of Curry in the Pot. I'm your host, I'm your guy, Mike Curry, and I'm back here in another episode, man. And before we get into this episode, for those who are listening, man, or you could also spread the word, but um, I, a while ago, maybe about a month or two ago, my RSS channel got messed up and they like messed up my subscribers. So some people like didn't even know that I was dropping an episode and it, it was just crazy. So like, I kind of like, I feel like I lost touch with my audience a little bit, but you know, obviously, and I'm going to be sharing that with people, man. Make sure you go resubscribe or make sure you go check if you're subscribing And we're going to get right into it. But um, before we get started, I wanted to dedicate this episode to Peyton Evans, who was an eight year old that was murdered in um, the Bryce Road area. And it's just sad. Um, You know, guys like Chase Young posted about it. And, um, you know, the gun violence and stuff just has to stop. Um, It's an unsolved homicide at the moment. But, um, yeah, rest in peace to Peyton Evans, who's eight years old, man. it's just sad. It's just really, really sad. But I'm um, on a lighter note, man, we got a lot of stuff to talk about, man. I'm here with my guy, Bank, and yeah, man, we got to finish, you know, doing these position groups, ranking these position groups, and we got to discuss um, some of this quarterback controversy, some of the QB battles that have been won and lost, and yeah, NFL season is right around the corner, man. It's exactly 13 days from right now where we're recording. um, so. Two weeks from today, we will be talking about the Buccaneers Cowboys game. And people want to be talking about is the Cowboys season in danger or the Buccaneers- <laughs> uh, are the Buccaneers going to repeat? <laughs> this is going to be so many hot take headlines. So let's get right into it, big boy. What's going on, bro? I, got, I didn't even introduce you, but they know you're here. So yeah. what's good, bro? Uh, nothing much. I mean,
1: just been happy. Season about to start. Yes, sir.
0: All right, man, let's jump into it. So we had a couple of QB battles that have ended officially. So we got, let's talk about the one that ended first, man. The one that we really, really heard about was the Broncos quarter quarterback battle. I hate it. Um, we know they brought in Teddy Bridgewater, I believe it was the day before the draft. Um, They acquired him from the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. And obviously that was to push Drew Locke or, to me, I thought it was going to be to push Drew Locke and him just back up Drew Locke. But... Boy, was I wrong. Looks like Teddy Bridgewater is going to be the guy, at least to start the season. Um, he's gonna be the starter. Bink, what do you think about this move? Um, I hate it personally. Um,
1: Teddy Bridgewater, he's not a guy that will air the ball out down the field. He's not a guy that will win you a game. The Panthers last year had eight times, had eight opportunities for game-winning drives last year. They finished 0-8 in those games, mainly because Bridgewater wouldn't push the ball down the field. Specifically, a play I remember was against the Chiefs. It was fourth and eight. Um, drop back. As soon as he completed his drop back, threw it straight to McCaffrey on the check down on a fourth and eight. He's not going to air the ball out down the field to your guys like Jerry Judy, Noah Fant, um, Cortland Sutton, who they're he getting back, KJ Hamler, who it looked like Drew Locke had an actual strong connection with in the Vikings preseason game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I see what they're going for here. I'm not about to say it's the wrong decision. Um, Bridgewater won't turn the ball over Which is something Drew Locke would do But I read somewhere I don't know if this is true I don't believe it's true But th- somebody said Teddy Bridgewater never threw For more than 15 touchdowns In a season That can't be true I'm about to fact check one. <laughs> but if it is I'm not about to say I would be surprised Like he's just not He's just not that guy Drew Locke You at least have some potential To air the ball out But now With Bridgewater You're scoring I don't know 17, 20, 24. No, this is true.
0: He has not thrown for in, no more than 15 touchdowns. Yeah, so you're really... Last year, we threw 15.
1: Yeah, you're really out there th- getting 17 to 20 to 24 points a week and relying on your defense to be top 10. There's going to be some ways where their defense isn't top 10, but Bridgewater will win you a shootout. Drew Lock gives you the opportunity to win you a shootout, and I feel like he looked really good in the preseason, and I'm shocked that they're just not going with the guy who's been there.
0: Yeah, Um. me... Like you said, I don't. I don't think it's necessarily the wrong move, but I just don't agree with it. You got all these young players, and you need. I'm not going to say necessarily need a young a young QB because I mean we've seen it with Tom Brady, uh, those Buccaneers receivers. They're not the oldest receivers in the league. They're they're kind of like young, uh, like they're like young veterans. I'll say that. So. Mm-hmm. I just, but I just, Teddy Bridgewater is not that guy. We, and we, we've seen Teddy Bridgewater over the course of his career, you know, with the Vikings, with the uh, Panthers, the Saints, like we, I feel like we've seen him, but Drew Locke, I mean, we've seen highs and lows, but it hasn't necessarily been a big sample size. It hasn't been a full two seasons starting for him. But those highs have been very, very high though. Highs have been exceptionally well, like, and I think. He has some potential. I like Drew Locke coming out of college. I've said this on record before. He played in the SEC. He played against real competition, real defenses. A lot of guys he played against are in the NFL right now. And that's, let's just call it what it is. Um, But I don't know, man. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater, I mean, he'll definitely gain manage. Like you said, won't turn the ball over. But as far as, like you said, he's not going to air it out. So um, it's just going to have to be like a ball control thing. The run game is going to have to really be good. The defense, I think, will already be good, but he's not gonna. They're not gonna beat the Chiefs.
1: You, you, there's three high flying offenses in that
0: division, with the Chiefs, yeah. Raiders, and Chargers. Yeah, even the Raiders are high flying. Um, and you got you got um, you know, Derek Carr doesn't super air it out, but but Herbert and Mahomes definitely can air it out. Mm-hmm. You got to get into shootouts with those guys, and I don't think Teddy Bridgewater is equipped to do that.
1: And it's going to be hard to go back to Drew Locke because their first three games, Giant, Jaguars, Jets, they should be able to win all three of those games. So if you start out 3-0, it's going to be hard to go back to this quarterback who probably lost trust in you. Because he probably thought, oh, they took Patrick Sertain with the ninth pick in the draft. Oh, they didn't take a quarterback to to be there when I'm gone. So
0: right. And even like you said, I mean, worst case scenario, let's they, they lose to the Giants, they'll be it'll be two and one at least at the worst through those first three games. So yeah, man, it kind of sucks. I kind of wanted to see Drew Lock in there, but uh you know, we'll see going forward. Man. He doesn't have backup player traits either. Yeah.
1: Like he I'm not gonna say he he's probably has a top ten strongest arm in the league.
0: I agree. I agree. Uh, let's move on to another quarterback battle that was won, and that was actually announced this morning. Jameis Winston uh, won the battle over Taysom Hill. Me and you were actually talking about this yesterday. It wasn't official yet, but we we had a feeling that Jameis would be the guy. What was your thoughts on this one? Winston looked very, very good against Jacksonville in the preseason. Um, Jones texted me and said, Jameis, masterclass.
1: Yeah, he Especially my boy Marquez Calloway Who I told you about He looked very good too But Going back to the quarterbacks In my opinion With Michael Thomas out for At least the first Four to five weeks of the season It looks like I would like for Jameis to start... And I think Jameis is way better than Taysom Hill. But I would like for Jameis to start just because Taysom gives you another weapon on offense. He could he could be a running back. He could be a receiver. He could be a Which they're end. already
0: going to be lacking to start the season when Michael Thomas is going to be out a couple of
1: weeks. Yeah, he's just another weapon for them to throw to. I mean, their receiving core... Let's face it, it's bad. I mean, Marquez Callaway's unproven. They have Trey Smith. I don't even know who a third guy is in that receiving core. I mean, they got... They picked the... They picked up a tight end last year and Adam Trautman. I yeah. think they should go sign Golden Tate, personally.
0: That'd be a nice pickup, man. Solid pickup. Uh, for me, yeah. I think Jameis was the right move. Um, I know we've seen the best and the worst of Jameis, but we never really seen him have to be an understudy to a, a guy of the caliber of Drew Brees. You know, Jameis Winston was drafted number one overall. When you draft number one overall, you, that you're drafted to be the savior. He came into a really good situation, been under Drew Brees, been under Sean Payton, been in that system for an entire year. I think that's really going to be beneficial um, to his development this year. Um, still relatively young guy. Um, like I said, you know, we've seen the worst of him, but I think this is just the right opportunity, the right situation. And I really think it's the right move, and I don't even think he could be in a better situation right now, but... And he's not going to throw 30 interceptions again. That's just not going yeah, to happen. Not happening. That's not happening. Sean Payton's not going to let that happen. You know what I'm saying? Be sitting next to him, you throw that many. But, yeah, I like the move, man. But, again, that's that's two black guys getting, two black men getting, uh, starting QB gigs. Let's talk about one more that's kind of a controversy. And I don't think it really should be. But ever since Cam Newton, like, broke those protocols and uh, Mac Jones, uh, we heard he, he was won. lining up against the Giants. Yeah, lining up in joint practice with the Giants. What do you make of this? Because it's kind of becoming a bit of a big deal in the media. People are saying, "Oh, should they roll with Mac Jones? Cam Newton's not the future." What do you What do you make of that?
1: I think this is granted. Whoever wins the starting job, I think the Patriots should be a very good team either way. But this is a very media-driven um, controversy, if I should say that. Um, PFF made a tweet the other day. And it was after the Eagles, after they blew up the Eagles 35 to nothing. And they was putting out both the quarterback stats. And they said without drops. And Cam Newton had one incomplete pass. And it looked like they had very comparable numbers. Cam Newton's only incomplete pass was a drop. So mm-hmm. without drops, he actually was 100% from the field. And also, he was going up against the Eagles ones. Matt Jones has been going up against twos. I mean, granted, he's looked good against the Giants ones, But let's face it, the Giants defense overachieved a little bit last year. I don't think their defense is that good. Um, I just think Cam is more fit right now. He gives you more dynamic on offense where you yeah. can be a better rushing offense than most. Um, on the goal line, he gives you an amplitude of things to do, especially with the two tight ends,
0: Hunter Henry and John Smith. Um, yeah, I think I think Cam should win the job pretty easily. Sure. Easy. I I don't have anything else further to add on to that, but I agree with you. Uh, let's jump into what people have been really really paying attention to we got to continue what we've been what we've been doing and this week we're gonna do we're gonna do the tight ends and receivers so basically doing every receiver we're doing the skill position so uh i think we got a couple of more to do we're gonna do secondary in one episode we're gonna do yeah, front seven. yeah we're gonna do front seven in one episode so we want make sure we wrap this thing up before the season kicks off uh but let's get into tight ends bank uh, let's start with you um, my honorable mentions for tight ends
1: are two guys. I actually just talked about Noah fan and John U. Smith. Um, both of them are kind of like the same tight end. They're both very fast and have good hands and just average route runners. But coming in at number 10, I have another Patriots tight end and that's Hunter Henry. He is kind of a poor man's TJ Hawkinson in my eyes. Um, he can run routes. He could block. He could catch. He's nothing special, but he's just an above average tight end in the NFL.
0: Okay. Uh, my honorable mention was uh, Logan Thomas, and my number 10 was Kyle Pitts. I haven't seen him yet, but I know he's going to do great things in the league. So I got Kyle Pitts in number 10, and my honorable mention is Logan Thomas. All right. Um,
1: at nine, I have Rob Gronkowski of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, formerly of the New England Patriots. Um He's still good, although his age is up there. I think he might take a step back this year. He might fall Look off. On not decision. on my top ten. I
0: want to make that disclaimer.
1: I think he'll fall back this year, just because I think they want OJ Howard to get more of a role. But he can still catch. I mean, he's still a really good contested catcher. He's still a really good blocker. Um, he's just everything you want in a
0: tight end. Okay, uh, my number nine is gonna be Noah Fant. Uh He may he's on he's on my list. Uh, I like the I like his speed. I like. I feel like there's there's more tune that we haven't seen. And I, I think I wish Drew Locke was starting because I feel like we would have seen him see him tap into another level. But I mean Teddy Bridgewater is like a check down safe guy. So uh, he might use Noah Fan as a safety bow. And uh yeah, Noah fan number nine.
1: At number eight, I have Dallas Goddard of the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, who's the guy who was on the Dallas Cowboys radar? Um <laughs> Dallas Goddard. <laughs> he's um he's actually sneaky athletic in my opinion he's sneaky athletic he's a good route runner. he learned from zach Ertz, which i think really helps him he has good hands um he's a safety valve for jalen hurts
0: everything you want in the tight end basically all right uh number eight on my list is hunter henry a guy you already mentioned uh guy was really really good before the injury started to hit him But I think he landed himself in a perfect situation with the Patriots. And he's paired with another good tight end. Uh, I'm not going to say they can necessarily replicate the Aaron Hernandez, Rob Gronkowski type of thing. But I think there will be a couple of notches below that. But yeah, Hunter Henry, uh, I got him in my top 10. He's in number eight. My number seven tight end
1: is, and I know he hasn't played a down of football yet, but it's Kyle Pitts. He is just too good he has too good of a skill set he's a matchup nightmare um he's six six and he basically runs a four four you can't there's nobody in the league that's going to compete with that if he played it down to football he might honestly be in my top four because i think that's how good he is
0: but i'm just going i'm just going to keep it here for now and i'm having him i'm having him at seven i'm not mad at that you know me i i gotta see it first but he's he he had to make my list just when you get drafted that high a tight end you gotta make my list at least uh, number seven, I got Jonu Smith, another guy you just mentioned, another guy I just mentioned. Um, he's really, really athletic. He's athletic, man, and uh, he's nice in the red zone as well. Um, I, I like him, man. So I like, yeah. I think I think I think he's definitely a top ten. I'm going to say that short sure, a top ten tight end. Uh, John o. Smith, number seven for me. Number six is a guy I know we both like a
1: lot, and that's Mike Kasicki. Yeah, he's my number know. six as well. All right. We can both talk about him. Um, he's a great target for Tua. He can make one-handed catches. He can make two-handed. He can do it all. He might not be the best blocker, but he's extreme. He's more athletic than people give him credit for.
0: I agree. I agree. Uh, What is his number? Oh, yeah. I got him at number six, too. Yeah. He's nice, man. He kind of he bursted onto the scene a little bit last year. But back to Mike Gasicki, I just feel like he's a sneaky guy. He kind of bursted onto the scene last year. And I think he's gonna continue at least uh continue to be a good um target for Tua. Pretty much what you said. But um, I think you know, he's gonna to continue to improve and improve. So yeah, Mike Gasicki, number six for the both of us. At number five, wait. <laughs> Did
1: I miss a g-? No. No, no, I'm right, I'm right. At number five, I got Mark Andrews of the um, Baltimore Ravens. Um, I think he's pretty much the same receiving threat as my guy, number four. I just think he's a worse blocker than him. He's Lamar Jackson's safety valve. He's Lamar Jackson's
0: best weapon as of this point. Um, All right. um, (laughs) We don't even have to go too much further in depth because we got the same top five. So we can just go ahead and say it. Andrews, Hawkinson, Waller, Kelsey, Kittle. Yep. Exact same. Exact owner. <laughs> uh, but um, you know, Mark Andrews, I like him. Um, he's always been that you know big target for Mark um for Lamar Jackson, who you know, some say he can't really read the field, but I think it's also that scheme and that system. But um, yeah, Mark Andrews has been uh he's been that good big target. Uh Lamar you know, Jackson's best receiver <laughs> pretty much. So. so shout out to Mark Andrews, man. Uh, number four, let's get it. Hawkinson. I love Hawkinson. Um,
1: He was was called baby Gronk coming out of the draft for a reason. He might not be that good of a contested catcher, but he's a really good receiving option. He'll be really good for Jared Goff this year. Like if they can incorporate some play action with Hawkinson coming over the middle, he's going to catch it. He's going to take it for some yards. He might lay a guy down. Um, He's a really, really good blocker as well.
0: Yeah. um, I like TJ Hawkinson. I still believe he was drafted too high. I just don't think you take a freaking tight end at, what, number nine he went? I think it was eight. You just don't do that. <laughs> you just don't do that. <laughs> Unless, Unless it's Kyle in, Pitts. He, in, in, yeah, and his tape was nowhere near Kyle Pitts' tape. But uh, more power to you. I mean, that's why the Lions are the Lions. But, uh, yeah, TJ Hawkson, I think he has the potential to have a breakout season this year um, with Jared Goff, who likes to throw it to his running backs and tight ends. Um, I think he'll be the... He'll be the Darren Waller of that offense this year. He's gonna, he's gonna have to be. With that being said, draft T.J. Hawkins and DeAndre Swift in his fantasy if you can. For sure, for sure. Yeah, we we just gave out uh, some fantasy uh, gems right there. But yeah, T.J. Hawkinson, number four for me, number four for you.
1: Yeah, number three. We both have Darren Waller. Um, I'm pretty sure he's a consistent number three tight end for every person a- who makes the tight end ranking list. Um, I think he's closer to the number two guy than most people do, but um, Darren Waller, he's a wide receiver in a tight end's body. He's just so fast. You can't, he, it's not a matchup for him. It's not a matchup for him.
0: Totally agree. Uh, Darren Waller's a beast. Um, His story's been amazing, to, you know, to see, you know, what he was going through and how he basically glowed up and became who he is now. A uh, guy's a speedy tight end. Um, he's like a receiver playing tight end, I know. That's a lot of these guys on this list, but... <laughs> But yeah, Darren Waller, man, he's a beast, bro. Uh, number three, easy.
1: Number two, we both have Travis Kelsey. I just don't think he's on the same. I'm not gonna say he's not on the same tier because obviously there these are the top three titans in the NFL. But I just think he's, I think he's closer to Waller than he is to Kittle. Um, he's amazing, but I feel like a lot of his, a lot of him getting wide open is kind of the scheme that Andy Reid puts in place.
0: And then you know you got other weapons on the field like a Tyreek Hill. Um, and then you got Mahomes also Extending the hell out of plays too I'm mm-hmm. um, not, 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 not saying Alex Smith wasn't good with uh, Kelsey but Kelsey He's clearly gotten better with Mahomes In there so mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Travis Kelsey number two I really like him a lot though uh, But I just couldn't And Kelsey's my favorite tight end but I couldn't Be freaking biased and not And have him number one over George Kittle That would just be blasphemous So George Kittle oh, is a top ten player in football I, I, I don't doubt that I'll say that. George Kittle,
1: he's amazing after the catch. He'll he'll stiff arm one guy, truck another guy, then juke another guy, and then run 30 more yards for a touchdown. Um, I just don't think Kelsey has that in his back.
0: And I also think what separates the two even more so is the George Kittle's ability to block. hmm So yeah, uh, that's that's our top 10 tight ends. Uh let's get into receivers on uh, list. We extended to 20, just like the running backs and QBs. Let's get right into it, man. Pink honorable mentions in top 20, let's get in.
1: My honorable mentions goes out to Will Fuller, Kenny Galladay, and Adam Thielen. At number 20 on my list, I have Chris Godwin of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He played hurt last year. He is a he is a better route runner than people give him credit for. He has he has good hands, although, you know, he has some concentration drops in the playoffs, but he does have good hands. Um and yeah, that's how I kick off my list at 20. Man, you got an
0: honorable mention this in my top 20, so kind of nervous now uh my honorable mentions is gonna be tyler lockett and jarvis landry and my number 20 wide receiver is a guy who was the best receiver in all of football not that long ago and that's antonio brown you can have him a couple of spots higher i think bink does but uh he's still my favorite receiver in the league outside of odell and cheetah and i like Diggs as well but uh i just can't deny the skill set I mean, guy only played like eight games last year and still had seven hundred yards. That shows you what he can bring to an offense—the raw running ability, the you know touchdown machine that he once was. Um, guy was even a threat in a return game. Uh, he still has that left in the tank. And uh, yeah, Antonio Brown, my guy, number twenty.
1: Um, at number nineteen, I have Tyler Lockett of the Seattle Seahawks. Um, he's he's very he's actually a very very good deep threat, even though he's like. I promise you, Tyler Lockett looks like he's six foot at times. Um, he's a good route runner. He has exceptional hands, and um, in fantasy, he'll have three touchdowns one week, and then the next week have two yards.
0: Okay, oh, so for me too. By the way, I didn't mean to cut you off.
1: Yeah, I just think we need a little bit more consistency from Tyler Lockett. That's it.
0: I like the number nineteen. I Adam Thielen, um, for undrafted guy, he surely made a hell of a career out of himself, uh, for himself rather. Um, Justin Jefferson being on the field uh, only elevates him. And uh, you know, he's been a good target for Kirk Cousins and was a good target with even Case Keenum. But I like Adam Thielen. I got him number 19.
1: At number 18, I have a guy you previously alluded to, and that's Antonio Brown. Um, I think he still has potential to be a top 10 receiver in the game of football. But I just think we need one more full season out of him. I think he'll be the number one guy in Tampa Bay's offense. Um, like you said, he only played like eight games and had seven touchdowns. It's no reason to think Tom Brady won't throw it to him more because he will get the most open out of any of the guys on Tampa Bay. Um, I think he look for increasing targets, increasing catches, increasing yards, increasing touchdowns. He's just going to, I think he'll be, because receivers when they get older, they don't normally like slow down that much. We see Larry Fitzgerald play into his late 30s and in a playoff game against the Packers single-handedly win his team a football game um, in 2015, which wasn't that long ago. So I think Antonio Brown could kind of follow that same trajectory and play good into his late thirties.
0: I like it. Um, number eighteen is the guy who was on your number twenty, and that's Chris Godwin. Um, yeah, the Buccaneers have three top twenty receivers. There's no mm-hmm. secret. Um, he's good, man. I think. I mean, I like what he can do as far as being a possession receiver and running routes. Um, God really, really burst onto the scene that last year where Jameis had thirty and thirty. But uh, yeah, Chris Godwin has done enough. He's proven to me that he's a top 20 receiver. I wouldn't have said this two years ago, though. So shout out to Chris Godwin.
1: And number 17, it's a guy I want to put higher, but he just can't stay healthy. He just can't seem to stay healthy. And that's Odell Beckham Jr. Um, I think he also has potential to be a top 10 receiver in football again. He's a great route runner. He has exceptional hands. Like, everything he does, he's pretty much... One of the best of the NFL He's one of the fastest Guys in the NFL One of the most elusive Guys after the there to catch He just can't seem To stay healthy
0: It's unfortunate Because the last time He got hurt It was not even His freaking fault Yeah It was Baker's fault It was freaking Baker Mayfield's fault But uh, Number 17 I have I have DJ Moore uh, He's probably A little bit higher On your list I like DJ Moore a lot I just feel like and it's not even his fault, I just feel like the quarterback situation just hasn't been quite ideal for him. Like when he first came in, Cam Newton was on his way out, and then he gets this crap show of uh, Kyle Allen, um, you know, Bridgewater, and PJ Walker, who I like, I like PJ Walker, and he just never really got the consistency um, at that position. It's like he has a new coach or a new coordinator every year type thing. Um, so yeah but he got um got joe brady um sam Darnold's there who, who i think is talented but i think he'll really really be able to show his his true self maybe this year um you know he's he's been in the yards and getting the catches but hasn't really been able to get in the end zone a lot but yeah i like dj Moore. i got him at number 17 i'm sure you got him a little bit higher at number 16 this is where we're going to have our first big disagreement and
1: you alluded to this when we when we first started when we first started ranking players. You this is why we kind of started doing this. And a number sixteen. I oh, have. Mike. This is
0: the exact reason we started this.
1: I had Mike Evans of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Listen, 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 listen. The reason he had seven straight a thousand yard seasons might be the reason he's right here at sixteen because he's not that good of a route runner. He doesn't have that good of hands.
0: Man, he meaning, had a thousand yards with Josh McCown.
1: I mean, he played in some of the most pass-happy offenses of this <laughs> when he's in the league. Um, he just had a lot of guys throw the ball up to him. He doesn't have great hands. That's the thing. If he had great hands, he would be higher on my list. But he has inconsistent hands. He has concentration drop issues. He can't really separate like that. He wins with his body. And... That's another reason I don't really like guys who win with their body. That's why I didn't have Jamar Chase as my number one ranked receiver. I had him at third under Waddle and Devontae Smith. But, yeah. He doesn't really have multiple ways he could win. I mean, he's a good red zone threat. I'll give him that. And I don't want to just crap on Mike Evans. I think he's a a good player. But I just think that's how deep the wide receiver position is in the NFL.
0: Receiver position is deep. But I'm not about to take that away from him. That's why he's number 10 on my list. What do we have? 16? 16. Odell Beckham Jr., a uh, guy who I talked about as one of my favorite receivers in the league. Guy was a top five receiver just not too long ago. It bro, it wasn't that long ago. It was about 2016, 2017. Bro, it wasn't bro, what bro, we all remember 2016, 2017 like it was yesterday. Odell Beckham Jr. as Bink said he hasn't stayed healthy. But if he can stay healthy, he'll be on Bink's top 10 next year. And, and, and,
1: I, and I think it is kind of, uh, going back to my Evans, I think it is kind of overrated the seven straight 1,000-yard seasons. Odell could have did that if he didn't get hurt. He was well on his way to doing that.
0: Don't want to hear that. Don't want to hear that. I'm For one way or
1: another, it. a player situation. I'm, I'm, I'm not hearing
0: good. that, bro. I don't want to hear it, bro. He's never been done. And he's the first to do it, bro.
1: now Allen could have did it, but he got hurt a bunch of times.
0: Is that Mike Evans' fault?
1: No, it's not Mike Evans' fault, but that's
0: another reason why All right, I'm so you worried. gotta give him some credit for being durable though. You gotta do that. Yeah, that's why he's over O'Dell. God, bro. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever, bro. I'm not I'm not trying to hear this, man. All right, at number 15,
1: I have DJ Moore. Um, a guy that I really like, he had two, he had his first two years in his career. Um, like you said, he's had a revolving door at quarterback. And he's had twelve hundred yards from scrimmage each of the years So it's not like he's a bad player. He just can't seem to find the end zone. Um he's a good route runner. He has good hands. He's good at almost everything. He's good after the catch. He's fast. Like he's actually fast. So um he lands at number fifteen on my list.
0: Uh fifteen on my list. And some people might be mad. I don't don't care. Um DK Metcalf is fifteenth on my list. Uh if you have him a couple of spots higher, I don't hate you, but and it's kind of such that I'm kind of penalizing him for who his quarterback is, but it is what it is. And I also just want to see more. I don't, I, I like him. He's a specimen. He he's has a he's crazy potential. He has a freak athlete, Um, but I just want to see a little bit more. And and for that reason alone, I, I don't have him at 15th. And, and you're going to see, I I go off, not, not saying that Bink's wrong for how he evaluates and ranks people, but I go off of stuff that I've seen for multiple years, consistency. I go off of that. Not saying that these guys can't elevate themselves and be top 10 receivers one day, because I think they will. Um, But uh, I got DK Metcalf at 15. I like him, man, he's fast. Um, He's not the best route runner, but he, guy's a freak and he's just, he's just really, really grasping. He's just really scratching the surface of what he can become. Um, But I got him at number 15, DK Metcalf. At number
1: 14, um, I know this is a guy you have higher on your list And that's Terry McLaurin And he's been very good with his bad quarterback play Good receivers can't make it through bad quarterback play um, He's a good route runner He has good hands He's good after the catch I mean, he's good at almost everything But there's a lot of receivers in the NFL that's good at almost everything And Terry McLaurin just lands on this spot on the list
0: <laughs> I don't see See Bing is doing exactly what I just talked about, bro he's just whatever at, at 14 on my list i got justin jefferson bink probably has him at like freaking 11 or 12 but i got justin jefferson at 14 i just want to see more and bink's going to tell you he has a personal bias to justin jefferson he has a man crush on this guy i don't i like justin jefferson though he does the gritty he's nice um guy was nice at lsu um, but I just want to see more, man. I just want to see more. He played with a quarterback who airs the ball out. Kirk Cousins does. Um, but they do play in a run and run heavy, uh, run-centric offense. I will see that. Um, so for wh- for him to do what he did last year is very, very impressive. And I even thought that he should have been the rookie of the year. So let me not say that I don't like him or anything because I do. I just want to see more. So it's not a knock on him at 14 And we're talking about how deep wide receiver is. So uh, Justin Jefferson at 14.
1: At number 13 I have, a, I have a guy that you had a couple spots lower And that's DK Metcalf I think him being a bad route runner is a little bit overrated Although the drop problem does concern me He drops a lot of balls he should catch um, When your quarterback is Russell Wilson He'll get you the ball on the money But DK um, I'm not saying Terry McLaurin can't do this But DK can get you a one play touchdown From the 30 yard line Terry can do that But DK can do that more often And I don't think that's just because. In
0: a game I went to in person
1: Yeah, and I don't think that's just because His quarterback is Russell Wilson But, I mean, that's a a part of it But Russell Wilson puts the ball in the money DK gets it, DK's fast He's elusive, he's great after the catch Like, he's up there when it comes to Top five receivers after the catch in the NFL All
0: right, uh, what is this, 13? 13, I have a guy you probably have a little bit higher And that's AJ Brown Um, I'm not gonna lie, man I turned on the tape Not too long ago and I was impressed, bro. He It's almost like he makes something out of nothing. He's elusive. He he's strong. He's, he's a running back in the receiver's body. Yeah, essentially. And uh AJ Brown, I think I said this a little while ago. I said Odell, healthy Odell was AJ Brown and McLaurin mixed. And uh but I like AJ Brown, man. I just want to see a little bit more. Obviously, um him and McLaurin were the same draft class, right? Yep, Himakorn and DK. Yeah, so these are all guys in the same draft class, and we got them pretty much in the same group. So, uh, but I, I don't have anything against them. I like AJ Brown, man, but I don't think I couldn't I couldn't put him any higher on, on my list. Let me just say that. But at, I think I think he has the potential to be a, a really special if you have a breakout type of year this year.
1: At twelve, He's really healthy too. At 12, I have a guy that I think a lot of people might be doubting a little bit, and that's Calvin Ridley. Um, and I know a lot of people are going to say, what about when he has the number one corner at him? That that was a lot of last year. People forget that Julio was out a lot of last year. Mm. And even when he was in the game, especially that Cowboys game, Julio was not Julio. He wasn't very healthy. And he was dropping routine balls left and right. So Calvin Ridley, Calvin really took some of the slack off of Julio last year. Um, he is that good. He is that guy. He will be... A top receiver in fantasy football this year. Um, he's a great route runner. He has good hands. He's just not there after the catch. If he was there after the catch, like the guy I have literally right above him, um, I think that I will have him in the top ten. But he's just not that after the
0: catch. Terry McLaurin is going to be my number twelve guy. Um, I don't. I don't think the gap is significant between McLaurin and DK and AJ Brown. It's it's almost personal preference at that point. Um, I have him high. I have him higher than those two because I've seen what he can do. His quarterback position has been as bad as DeAndre Hopkins' position. You're going to see why I have DeAndre Hopkins as high as I do. Terry McCormick played with four different QBs last year, uh, one of which, um, you know, was his college quarterback and Dwayne Haskins, but the other two: Ty- Kyle Allen, Taylor Heineke, Alex Smith, who should not have been on the football field. Like, are you kidding me? And he put up numbers with those guys, and I think, I think he had Case. No, he didn't have Case Keenum. Did he? Did he have Case Keenum? He might have. I think you he know, had Case as rookie. I get these year. years mixed up. I think I think he might have had Case Keenum his rookie year. Cause yeah, I think so. I think so. So like, bro, he's never had. None of those guys are top twenty-eight quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Did I just name. Yeah. He yeah, has Ryan Fitzpatrick, who might be a little better than all of those guys that I just named, but it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not drastic. Guy produces with every single one of those quarterbacks. It's it's, it's nothing different. And he had, I think he had a thousand yards last year, or he's close, but he missed a game. Guy's good, bro. Guys, guys really good at route running. We've seen him work out Stefan Gilmore. I've seen him cook up Darius Slay, who's falling off a little bit. I've seen him go at these guys, and Terry McLaurin, he's number he's number what twelve on my list, and it may be a little biased, but bro, he's to when he came out of the draft, they literally said, "Oh, he's gonna be a great special teams guy." He was a special team guy in college. Now look what he's doing in the NFL. Like I'm at fourteen now. Our list isn't too far off. That's impressive to me. So I gotta have Terry McLaurin at number twelve. All right, at
1: number eleven. Um, you alluded, I, I do kind of have a little man crush on this guy, but I know he was my guy coming out of college. And you know this, everybody was doubting Justin Jefferson coming out of college. Oh, he's only a slot receiver. Oh, he's not that good of a route runner. But you know who wasn't doubting him? Me. I wasn't doubting him. This man almost had the same amount of yards as DeAndre Hopkins on 20 less catches. That is impressive In a run first offense
0: I said I I just said all this stuff Man I said he should have been Rookie
1: of the year That is impressive He is a He's an excellent route runner He's great after the catch He He reminds me a lot of Odell Beckham Jr. He reminds me a lot of Odell And He's just that guy He is that guy
0: Okay Um, At number 11 for me You said a guy That people are doubting I'm not doubting him at all i got Calvin really a number 11. he almost made my top 10 but i forgot somebody while i'm making my list and we're going to talk about it in a minute but i got Calvin really a number 11. Oh, that small sample size of julio without julio showed me all i needed to know um obviously he got the targets but who else should have got the targets um but he was making plays though he was making plays mm-hmm. and i think I think so first hand against the Calvin. he could he could potentially lead the league in receiving yards or touchdowns or both. I can see it. Um, I got Calvin Ridley because Falcons gonna be down in a lot of games, so no, nah, Kyle is gonna take a lot of those red zone touchdowns away though. I could see that, but um, the Falcons gonna be down in a lot of games, at least in my opinion. So he's gonna Matt Ryan's gonna probably be airing the ball out a lot. Um. So, yeah, I got Calvin Ridley really at number 11, though. I'm, I'm expecting a big thing from him. At number 10, um, this is another
1: guy that I like a little bit more than most. But, no, there's some people who think he's top seven, top six. And that's A.J. Brown of the Tennessee Titans. Um, this man is very, very good. And I know what you're going to say. The sample size isn't there. Well, I really don't care about the sample size. It's what you've done for me lately. And what he's done for me lately is produced at a very high level. He might be the best receiver after the catch in the league. He's a good route runner. He has really good hands. Um, and yeah, um, AJ Brown's my guy. And I have him at number 10.
0: <laughs> uh, man, you gonna go on forever with this McClellan, AJ Brown thing. At number 10, I have Mike Evans. Bink said it earlier, but I'm gonna say it again. He's the first receiver ever to start his career with seven straight 1,000 yards. Now, I know, I know, guys, I know. Jerry Rice didn't do it, and Jerry Rice should have did it. But he didn't even start every game his rookie year. Um, Randy Moss, he didn't do it. I think he got hurt. T.O., I believe he got hurt as well. Odell got hurt who should have did it. Odell got hurt. Odell would have definitely did it. But okay, whatever. I'm not about to knock this guy. DeAndre Hawkins should have did it too, but he had like garbage QBs. Yeah, like he, he was like he was like twenty yards off one season. Yeah, though. He was super close, but the guys done it. Julio hasn't cool. done it. No, I know, it I, and I know, I know people are gonna say, "Yes, Binker already said it. He plays in a pass-heavy off pass happy offense." Is that any way, shape, or form his fault? It's not his fault, but it's I'm not. not his fucking fault. It's not a freaking fall. I value traits more. I think that's what I should say. I I, value traits more. And I respect it. I value experience and consistency more. And that's where our list differs. But Mike Evans is definitely a top 10 receiver. I should slap you for saying he's not. Because he is. He's proven it. Um, I said he put up a thousand yards with Josh McCown, a guy who's played on almost every NFL team. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Jameis, I know... Those are two gunslingers, but I'm impressed, bro. I'm impressed, and and those other guys I named that didn't do it—they're gonna be hall of famers. Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, um, well, or some are already. To like, hey, bro, there's so many. Bro, he's the first to ever do it. Just think about how many receivers have played in the NFL. Just, just, just think about that. Just think about it before you want to penalize them. For his offense and his traits. Just think about that. Just just think about it, bro. Just 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 please think about it a little bit more. Mike is number 10. All right, number 10.
1: All right. At number nine, I have a receiver. He plays for the Los Angeles Chargers, and that's Keenan Allen. He's a he's probably a top five round right runner in the league. I got Keenan Allen higher.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm not mad if you have him slightly higher. Um yeah, Kenan Allen's a good route runner. He has good hands. He just gets... And I feel like he doesn't even get hurt like that, but I just feel like it's nagging injuries, like hamstring injuries that, like, mm-hmm. you can see it's hurting him. But, like, if you look at his games played and games started, it's not that drastic of a difference. He might have, like, 14, 15 games, but it's, like, four or five of those games, he's hurt, but he's just out there because that's how much of an Man he is. Um, but Kenan Allen's very good. Keenan Allen's very
0: good. I have number
1: nine.
0: All right, um... Number nine for me is Amari Cooper. Um, actually no, I'm gonna put Allen Robinson number nine. I'm gonna change that. Ooh. I got Allen Robinson at number nine. Um, I'm Robinson a little bit higher. Guy's good. Um, and he he's also he's had Blake Bortles. I was gonna say he's also had Nicholas. the same quarterback issues as a McLaurin as a Mike Evans. He. He hasn't really had a good QB. Trubisky, Foles, going to have Andy Dawn slash Fields this year. Um,
1: and that's not a good thing if you have a rookie quarterback, even if he's better. Um, we saw with Keenan Allen and Justin Herbert. Keenan Allen's numbers dipped a little bit, even though Justin Herbert was better than probably most QBs.
0: Well, mm-hmm. Philip Rivers was good with Keenan Allen, but... Yeah, yeah. but... um. I yeah, like Allen Robinson, man. Big target. I just always, I wish he was on a different team in a different situation. Like He bro, was trying to get out, but they Bears. placed a franchise tag on him. Why are you on the Bears, bro? But he went there in free agency, got paid. I respect it. It's like he just went from one bad organization to another type of thing. But I think the Bears, I don't think the Bears are a horrible organization, but they just haven't quite gotten the quarterback thing right in. Ever. I don't know if they ever got it right. So. Ever. Like even the 85 Bears, Jim Man, I don't think he was the best QB. Ever, but whatever, the 85 Bears defense was sick. But, yeah, man, I don't, I don't know, man. I would like to see him on a different team, bro, because he's that good of a talent. Uh, so I got Allen Robinson number nine. At number eight, I have Amari Cooper. Um,
1: I think the difference between him and Keenan Allen is that he's just a little bit faster than Keenan Allen. Uh, they're practically the same player. <laughs> they're practically the same player. It's just that Amari Cooper is a little bit faster, and that's why I have him higher.
0: All right, number eight. I got a Mark Cooper. I literally just moved him. Like I said to you earlier, I don't I'm not even a fan of a Mark Cooper, but I can't I can't like discredit the impact that he's had on Dak Prescott and they've had on each other because when he got to the Cowboys, he was a monster. Guy was we were up- rolling out Cole Beasley and Tavon Austin. Yeah, guy was putting a monster two hundred yard games. He scored in like every game except for one, which he was scored three touchdowns game. twice. Yeah, it, like he's been he's been good. He's been he's been that receiver. You know, how every quarterback has their guy. He's been Dak's guy.
1: He scored three yeah. touchdowns three different times in his first sixteen games with the Cowboys,
0: which is hella impressive, man. And I I can't knock him, bro. He's definitely— and once against one of the best corners in the league, Jair Alexander. At two um, So I got Amari Cooper At number eight
1: um, At number seven I have a guy you just talked about Allen Robinson um, He create he legit Creates separation And When you have quarterbacks that bad The fact that you don't draw passes And you create legit separation Makes you a safety blanket For most of them And I hope he could get out But I think he's the last receiver That I don't consider elite On this list
0: Okay number seven I have Keenan Allen Oh my God, you just said, um, I like him, man. He runs, I guess that's probably why I got him and Amari Cooper right next to each other. Um, He runs good routes. Um, Guy's a technician, you know, I use that word a lot. Um, I've always been a fan of him. Obviously not the fastest guy, but he gets freaking open. He gets open, man. And uh, yeah, Keenan Island number seven for me. Speaking of a guy
1: who just gets open, um, at number six, I have Stephon Diggs. And, Whoa. <laughs> and I'm tempted to move him up to number five just because, or even number four, just because of the two receivers I have above them, injury history. But let's not act like Diggs' injury history hasn't been, it's been pretty bad too. Um, Diggs came to Buffalo. He, he really, really helped Josh Allen. Now, I think they helped both of them. I think they helped each other just because josh allen can throw deeper than Kirk cousins can um but Diggs, he's a really really great deep threat he really set the legal notice this year um he's a good gr- he's a good route runner he has amazing hands to be honest um some of the balls he was hauling in this year i was just like wow like anytime you turn on a bill's game it was just wow just because of these two all
0: right number six i have michael thomas uh a lot of people call him slam boy but I remember when he came into the draft, and he went after several guys. Uh, he, he, went went after, he went after Corey Coleman, Josh Doxson, Will Fuller, um, one more uh, LaQuan Treadwell. Will he went after all of those guys, and people were questioning his speed, but and which he's not fast, but he gets open. He doesn't need it. And he doesn't need it, bro. He he gets open. Um, he's definitely top. You can you can say he's top five, you can say he's top six, but whatever, bro. He I got Michael Thomas at number six.
1: That's I have Michael Thomas at number five. Like I said, um, I don't really like guys who win with their body, but he can he wins in a multitude of ways. He can win with his body. He's a he's a really really good route runner. I mean, he had to run slants because Drew Brees can throw the ball down the field, even when Teddy Bridgewater was in the game. He was running more corner routes, crossing routes, ends, outs. Like he was running everything, but. He did run the most lanes in the league two years ago, and that was a big reason why he set the receptions record, but I'm not about to penalize him for that. And I'm also not about to move him up because he led, led the league and he led, he has the most receptions in NFL history in the season. I'm also not about to move exactly. him up for that.
0: Exactly, um, I like that. Um, At number five, I got Julio Jones. Um, I think he's short, I think he's a lock to be top five. Um, guy's just a freak still um has he's bro? he's just a freaking beast. i think he averages what 99 yards a game for his career that's that's insane yeah that's it bro. he's basically walking 100 yards per game um if he has a monster year he can get that to 100 but yeah 99 yards a game bro he's a he's a freak man Um, i'm excited to see him on his new team i'm excited to see this next chapter of his career uh with the tennessee titans um, but I got Julio at number five. Number four. The only thing I don't like about Julio, he don't get in the end zone. It's only on, like...
1: Yeah, I have Julio at number four. I mean, the guy's are freaking nature, like you just alluded to. Um, like I said earlier, when receivers get into their 30s or late 30s, they don't normally just whisk Wasper away like other positions do. Um, and Julio, people don't like to give him credit. He's a really, really good route runner. I oh, don't know why people... I don't know why people don't like to give him credit for that. I watched this man go for 300 yards against the Panthers. This is, he is that good. Um, He's the number one receiver in Tennessee. I know some people want to say A.J. Brown is, but no, Julio's still better than A.J. Brown.
0: (laughs) Uh, Number four is uh, the guy you had at six, and that's Stephon Diggs. Last season did not surprise me at all. I've been watching Stephon Diggs ever since I was in high school. He went to a Good Council High School. I went to Dematha. Um, but God was special in high school. Like we like if you're in the DMV area and, and most of my listeners are from that area, but they already knew they already knew what type of dude Stefan Diggs was. He played safety, uh kick return, punt return, wide receiver. He was just freaking different in high school. And when he got to the Vikings, I was like, okay, you know, I just can't wait till he gets the opportunity. Um, he was a, a lot of healthy scratches his rookie year when he finally got that opportunity um, We saw what he, what he could become and this season this past season was his best season yet um, He's playing with Josh Allen who was a really good quarterback really really bright young star in this league and they made magic together and I think he's going to continue to have the same type of year because they get him the ball he's one of those guys just give him the ball just get him the freaking Even ball. Even though they
1: haven't improved wide receiver in court, they're going to still give him the ball. They added him right. an
0: the I And know, I know he had a lot of catches, you know, bubble screens and hitches and slants. But, hey, he gets open, bro. He he gets open and he can make a guy fall, which he did. I year. remember
1: that Monday night football game against the 49ers. He was tearing Richard Sherman up every time you looked up at the TV.
0: He did, man. Or he, Jason Verrett, he, whoever was on there. He was him. a freaking beast, bro. He was a beast. And uh, he's definitely in my top five. I got him in number four. I think the top three our top three might be the exact same. It might be, but it should be the top
1: three. Like, you should have Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, and Tyreek Hill in your top three. At number three, I have Devontae Adams, who a lot of people have at number one. Um, people love to talk about how Tyreek Kill quarterback is Patrick Mahomes, but nobody talks about how Devontae Adams is Aaron Rodgers. Um, he's, a, he's probably a top top one route he's best, probably the best route runner in the league he has good hands he's just not as good after the catch as I would like him to be um and I think that's probably what's holding me back from putting him at number one although he did have a great season last year but if we if we want to call Michael Thomas slam boy we have to call Aaron um Devontae Adams bubble screen boy because that's where he had
0: <laughs> a lot of bubble screens last bubble year. screen boy I'm dead man I'm freaking dead
1: or just, or just motion boy, because that's what he was doing against the Rams to get away from Ramsey.
0: I'm dead. Um, yeah, Devontae Adams is my number three wide receiver as well. A uh, guy led the uh, NFL in touchdowns, uh, didn't even play a full season. But, I mean, we have arguably the best quarterback in the league, and you have that chemistry that you guys have had for a while. I'm not going to say it's easy to be top three, but you should. Aaron Ross is one of the best that would do it. Um. But yeah, I got him at number three, man. Uh, technician. Uh, I like I like to call guys. Uh, Diggs a technician as well. But Devontae uh, Adams technician. I'm not the fastest guy, but he's like quick. He has quickness. Uh, and he always gets open. Uh, so I like I like Tay Adams. I got him at number three. And like I said, I think our top two. Well, I think our entire top three is the same. No, it's not. It's, it's
1: not? not? It's not. Because I know who you have at number one. And I have him flip-flopped. Oh, that's right. That's right. You did say that. And number two, I have DeAndre Hopkins, like Michael alluded to, He's played with some horrible quarterback play. He's played with Tom Savage. Um, who else did he play with? I can't even name him. Ryan it. Mallett. Um, Didn't you say TJ Yates?
0: Yeah, TJ Yates, Ryan Mallett. Jesus. Uh, he had Matt Schaub, who is actually the better of that bunch.
1: Did he play with Fitzpatrick?
0: I don't even know. I'm not sure. He might have.
1: But DeAndre Hopkins, he's not, he's might not be the most elite guy when it comes to speed, but he's a good route runner. He, ha- he's, he has the best hands in the NFL, as you're going to see with a trend with my top three guys, Devontae Adams has the, is the best route runner. DeAndre Hopkins has the best hands and we'll get to number one later, but DeAndre Hopkins is just very, very good. Um, I feel like people didn't know what he was until Deshaun Watson got there and he broke him out and DeAndre Hopkins is the second best receiver in the
0: league. I knew DeAndre Hopkins was after he broke D'Angelo Hall's ankles. <laughs> I knew. But um what do I want to say? My number two is Banks number one, and that's Tyreek Hill. Um, I feel like people kind of penalize him just because who his quarterback is, but he he can do a lot, bro. And he just he just happens to be small, but he can make contested catches, um, catching traffic. Um, he can run routes, which a lot of people don't really give him credit for. Um, he has elite speed. He has all the elite traits. Um, I'm low-key knocking him because Mahomes is QB. But uh, I like Tyreek Hill. I always have. Uh, but he's my number two receiver.
1: And number one is Mike's number two, and that's Tyreek Hill. Like he said, and I value traits more. He has the most elite set of traits in the NFL. Um, he might be the only guy in the NFL who has elite hands, elite speed, elite route running, elite contested catchability, and elite just regular hands in the NFL. He's the only guy like that. Um, I feel like people knock him because his quarterback is Mahomes. While Mahomes does enhance his abilities, that's not the only reason why Tyreek Hill is good. He was good with Alex Smith. And Alex Smith, you know, we call him Checkdown Alex for a reason. Um, yeah, he's just not going to air the ball out to Tyreek Hill. And he, Tyreek Hill is the best receiver in football. He's the most unguardable player in football as well
0: not mad at it, man. Uh, My number one is De'Andre Hopkins. I just talked about um, the list of quarterbacks he had. And production never changed. Never changed. Uh, He's even, you know, with a new team now. um, He's with the second best QB of the mark. I think Deshaun Watson is better than Kyler. But Mm. he he was putting up the numbers before he got Watson. And he's still putting up the numbers after Watson because he had another great year last year on a brand new team. Um and I I just Nukas is the truth bro he he might lead the league in receiving yards this year because they don't have a bona fide number two. He's the freaking truth, man. So uh DeAndre Hopkins and and, and this another thing he gives Jalen Ramsey, who I think is the best cornerback in the league, the most trouble. Mm-hmm. He put up a hundred yards on Jalen Ramsey, and that's the only receiver that ever put up a hundred yards on Jalen.
1: You know, who put up the most yards on him this
0: year though. I don't care. Doesn't matter. Mark Cooper.
1: And and what was the result of that game? Jalen Ramsey, you know, he took
0: very Oh, good he drama. he had fifty-seven yards on him, bro. Wow.
1: Jalen Ramsey took really good drama classes and Michael Gallup got called for a push off. That was bro, of we end this. we're to end the
0: show <laughs> We're not doing this. That's what happened. We're not doing this. But uh those are our top twenty list. Uh you wanna let's just read off the list real quick. All right, Um. 20, Godwin, 19,
1: Tyler Lockett, 18, Antonio Brown, 17, Odell Beckham, 16, Mike Evans, 15, DJ Moore, 14, Terry McLaurin, 13, DK Metcalf, 12, Calvin Ridley, 11, Justin Jefferson, 10, AJ Brown, 9, Keenan Allen, 8, Amari Cooper, 7, Allen Robinson, 6, Stephon Diggs, 5, Michael Thomas, 4, Julio, 3, Devontae Adams, 2, DeAndre Hopkins,
0: and 1, Tyree Hill. All right, for me... Um, honorable mention i had tyler lockett and jarvis landry 20 i had antonio brown 19 adam thielen 18 chris godwin 17 dj moore 16 odell beckham jr 15 dk metcalf 14 justin jefferson 13 aj brown 12 Terry McLaurin 11 calvin ridley 10 mike gammons nine Allen robinson eight amari cooper seven keenan allen six michael thomas five julio jones four stefan diggs three devonte Adams. two tyreek hill and one deandre hopkins did we do top um, ends? no they, they, they know what's up uh, we, we had the same exact top five too oh uh, yeah Oh, yeah um but yeah let us know who had the best list man you can let us know about all of them if you've been following along they've been at the second half of each episode so uh, if you want to just go and tap into the list man go do that and let us know man who had the best list for each position group so far we are finished with offense we're not going to do offensive linemen that's kind of hard to do uh, but we will be back next week with the front seven and then the secondary. So thanks again for coming on, Bink. And I want to thank my audience for listening. And thank everybody for the continued love and support. Let I me mean, also some you got Mike Curry. And I'll be back next week with Bink. Episode number 173 is done. Peace.